Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on today's episode of Everything Star Wars. Darth Revan is probably the most well-known Sith from the Old Republic. Now, I said in my last episode that Darth Bane was one of the most, but I believe and I would argue that Revan is the most well-known and one of the most influential Sith. He was, for example, one of the first Sith to take the name Darth as a title. So, today I'm going to be doing an overview and deep dive into Revan's life. Now, this is going to be a long history, but it's not even going to be complete. So, make sure to let me know if you want me to do a follow-up episode. Now, without further ado, let's begin. Revan was born in the year 3994 BBY, which, if you haven't learned by now, BBY stands for Before the Battle of Yavin, or Episode 4, A New Hope. He was born somewhere in the Outer Rim and taken into the Jedi Order at a very young age. He and his friend Alec were both very promising and had much potential. When the Mandalorians began their onslaught and the galaxy recognized their threat, the Mandalorian Wars began. The Jedi, however, would have no part of it. Despite Revan's pleading and arguing, the Council refused to take action and involve themselves in the conflict. This did not dissuade Revan, however, and he and his many followers set off to investigate the war more closely. On the planet Cathar, he discovered a Mandalorian mask that belonged to a female Mandalorian who tried to stop Cassus Fett, the leader of the Mandalorian Neo-Crusaders, from exterminating the entire native population. Taking the mask as his own, he vowed never to take it off until the Mandalorians were no longer a threat. Eventually, the Jedi Council begrudgingly agreed to make Revan and his followers an official group, working for the Mandalorian military. Revan was shown to be a military genius over the following years, and an entire third of the Republic's military was placed under his control. This was in part due to his calculating tactics and merciless strategies that the Mandalorians executed so effectively, but were now being used by this Jedi, who was acting less and less like a Jedi as the war was dragged out. During the war, Revan stumbled upon an ancient Rakatan ruin on Dantooine. Now, the Rakatan are just this very, very ancient species who actually had their whole uh, Rakatan empire at one point, even before the Republic, which I could do an episode on if you wanted me to. So, he found this ancient Rakatan ruin on Dantooine near a Jedi enclave there. And upon passing the tests to enter... He and Alec discovered a star map, an ancient navigational device used to show the location of the Star Forge, which was essentially a big manufacturing space station that had the very crazy ability to, to uh, produce hundreds and even thousands of ships and droids. So these star maps, or this star map that he found, was able to lead him to other star maps, which then showed him the location of the Star Forge. So he did this and uh, found the Star Forge, but didn't do anything with it at the time. Revan later traveled to the Sith planet Malachor V and discovered the Sith School, the Treyas Academy, where he began to study and be seduced by the dark side of the Force, to which he introduced Alec as well. 
In a last effort to end the war, Revan ordered the construction and use of the Mass Shadow Generator, an immensely powerful superweapon capable of annihilating anything near it or the planet it drew its power from. So it existed essentially in real space and in hyperspace. It drew on the shadow of the planet, the shadow it creates in hyperspace, the mass shadow, and it used that as its power source to destroy the planet, mostly its surface, but the planet would also be fragmented after that. So he ordered the creation of this in an effort to end the war quickly. He had his top general take command of half his fleet to lure the Mandalorians into the trap he staged above Malachor V. While Revan and half his fleet attacked Mandalore's flagship, Mandalore, seeing that their destruction was nigh, challenged Revan to a one-on-one -on -one duel, of which Revan was victorious. After a long, long, drawn-out fight... But before he died, Mandalore explained to Revan that he had been betrayed by the Sith. That's right, the Sith had started the Mandalorian Wars and then betrayed the Mandalorians. This led Revan and Alec, now going by Malak, to search for the Sith into the Outer Rim and the Unknown Regions. After a long search, the duo found the Sith capital of Dromund Kos and attempted to kill the Emperor Vitiate. They failed desperately, and as Vitiate simply twisted their already darkened minds and turned them over fully to the dark side, sending them back to the Republic to begin its destruction and conquering. Darth's Revan and Malak began their reign of terror by seeking out the Starforge above the Rakatan world of Lehan and unleashing it on the galaxy. They broke free of the Emperor's control, but they were still twisted to the dark side and used their followers as the bulk of their new Sith Empire's army while the Starforge produced their ships. Revan used his intimate knowledge of the Republic to destroy it very effectively. He also captured and corrupted many Jedi to the dark side, which he used to great effect. These were his Sith assassins. Later, the Jedi set a trap for Revan, and during that battle, a Jedi strike team led by Bastila Shan boarded Revan's ship and confronted him. Before the battle could con commence, however, Malak betrayed Revan and fired upon his ship. Now, Malak was in his own flagship, uh, facing Revan's, so his betrayal was done very easily. Bastila pulled Revan from the wreckage and kept him alive with the Force, causing a intimate bond between them, similar to uh, Rey and Kylo Ren's in the new trilogy. This is explained as being a Force dyad, and I would argue that's what this is too, what Bastila and Revan have. So she kept him alive with the Force and took his mask, and then brought him back to the Jedi Enclave on Dantooine, where his mind was erased by them so he could start anew. So Revan, clueless about his past exploits, now served as a Republic soldier under the supervision of Bastila on the cruiser the Endar Spire, until there was an ambush by Darth Malak, and Revan was forced to flee into an escape pod to eject toward the planet below, the city world of Terrace. On Terrace, he and the Republic soldier Karthanasi scoured the planet to find Bastila, who had been taken prisoner. 
He rescued her by winning a swoop bike race, and together they escaped the planet on a smuggler's freighter called the Ibn Hawk. This would later be known as Revan's main flagship. From here, he went to Dantooine and was trained by the Jedi. Trained again, I should say. There, so he could investigate the ancient Rakatan ruin he had discovered once and find the Starforge, so that he could defeat Malak once and for all. He later explored Tatooine, Kashyyyk, Manan, and Korriban while searching for the star maps, as these were where the other maps were. And this is interesting because, or it's funny, I guess, because this is exactly the same route he traveled before as Darth Revan to find the star map. But now he has his whole group with him, his whole party, made up of about nine people. So this is just cool. Now, before he was bad, and he was just in it for himself, and now he has this whole crew of people who are loyal to him because of they just respect him. He's a very good moral person right now. So... He uh, basically just explored for a while, found some star maps, and taken the odd job along the way to pay for gear and other expenses. Before going to Korriban, he was captured, he and his followers were captured aboard the Sith interdictor cruiser, the Leviathan, and he was confronted by Malak. Malak ultimately let him escape, but captured Bastila as she attempted to sacrifice herself to save Revan. Malak instead took her and corrupted her to the dark side. So, Revan ultimately found the location of the Starforge, again, above Lehan, and after a crash landing on the planet and some negotiating with the local Rakatas, he made his way to the space station and confronted Malak at its summit after turning Bastila back from the dark side. He defeated Malak once and for all and turned Bastila to the dark side, to the light side, and they all lived happily ever after. The end? Well, no, it's not really the end. If you weren't satisfied by this ending, let me know so I can do a follow-up. Revan does ultimately go back to find and face Emperor Vitiate, but does he win? Well, let me know. Unless you want to buy the Old Republic Revan book or play through the uh, Knights of the Old Republic game to find more information, then just send me an email. My email's in the episode description and in the podcast description. If you want me to do a follow-up episode or a deeper dive into Revan's exploits as the newly uh, reborn Revan. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Uh, And so... Just make sure to send me any requests or questions you have at my email. So, until next time, may the Force be with you.